Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson. Oh, you're going to be politically correct today, huh? Brandy, yes. you know any, do you know any Montana jokes? I wouldn't go there anyway. I'm not going yeah, to go Having not been to Montana, I can't speak intelligently about Montana. You've never been to Montana at all? No. I've really? Been, I've been right up to the border. That's it. Amazing. I haven't set foot on the other side And yet. you've lived in North Dakota how long? Almost 10 years. What? I've barely been out of North Dakota, believe it or not. I think a road trip is in order. Everybody oh, my says, gosh. Everybody says, Randy, get a life. You need to get a life. Get a life. Yeah, I, w- I want to visit over there. So the two of you, by, by the way, uh, Randy, uh, producer extraordinaire, Scott Meske, thank you for joining us today, Scott. Hey, you're welcome, Merle. Thanks you, for having me. You guys have uh, inspired me, if you've noticed. You have a little facial hair going on. Maybe you have it all the time. Well, I don't normally. I just got back from NAB, and I forgot my shaver, and I refused to buy my 180th shaver (laughs) because I forget it all the time. I didn't even notice. It seems to me you always had the beard. I always had... This part, oh, you know, okay. the, yeah, That's but not, funny. but not all. Yeah, this part would be, you know, the chin stuff to, hold, to help hide my double chin, but it doesn't do a very good job. <laughs> and, <laughs> but the rest of it is is new. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. a good look. I like. Are, it. are you serious? Yeah, I think every man should have a beard. My wife yeah. said, "You look older." <laughs> you look older? <laughs> I'm like, but you I have no gray. I mean, you have no. Well, that's I do to have great. No, you don't. I'm just light haired, so it just doesn't show up as much. Yeah, I'm embracing the gray. I can't fight it. I can't fight it, so I'm just going to go with it. I've earned every single one of these. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly. That's a great way to look at it, actually. Sure. You know, I was looking. uh, I don't know if you've seen this ad, and I forget the name of the medicine or the eye drops that you put in. Have you seen these? You, you drop them in your eyes, and if you're if you have a problem, you know, nearsightedness or whatever, I might be wrong with that terminology. Uh, but it's when you when you have to put reading glasses on to read a menu or whatever, you can actually treat that now with eye drops. Really, it seems incredible to me I, that I don't you, believe it that you can take an eye drop and all of a sudden you can read a menu that you before would have to put reading glasses on, or I use my phone and just magnify it, but. But that seems impossible to me. But that's interesting. So that's scary. So is that is that what's going to be next? We can just take a pill or whatever and get rid of our gray hair. Or, I would imagine that sounds like the Jetsons. Soon. Remember the Jetsons? Yes, they had a pill for everything. They had a pill for everything. Yeah, yeah, and a machine for everything. They did. Yeah, and and we're kind of getting there. I, I just uh, you know, unfortunately for everybody listening today, we have nothing on the agenda. We're just going to talk about <laughs> yeah. stuff. And can't you tell? And uh, but the cool thing is, is that we're just going to talk about stuff. Um, I just bought my mom. Hopefully, she's not listening. A robot. Really? Yes. So I have the um, Amazon Elmo coming. Mm. Speaking of the Jetsons, is that, that's not Rosie the robot. Not Rosie. No, <laughs> but El- Elmo was the dog, right? Uh, Astro. 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 I'm sorry. You're right. Astro. So it's right. the Amazon Astro. That's the name of the robot. Really? Doesn't look like the dog. It's just it's just this little robot that runs around. But it does what? It's pretty cool, actually. Well, first of all, um, you can make phone calls from it, so you can just say call whoever. 
Mm-hmm. And you put it in follow mode. So it'll just mm-hmm. follow you around. It'll remind you to take your prescriptions. Important. If by and and for me it's about quality of life. My mom lives mm-hmm. by herself in a very small town and you know, she has a couple of pets that she has, you know, for companions or whatever. But I noticed how she took to her Amazon Alexa, and she loves that device. She talks to it and whatever. So she's she's getting used to this stuff. And I think having something that would, you know, if she falls, it'll call 911 or it'll call me, right? I mean, the robot will just do this. Uh, it also acts as a, it'll wander through your house and make sure everything's okay. It's got temperature monitors on it. It has cameras on it. It will uh, secure your premise, so if somebody breaks in, it'll actually, you know, it'll know, it'll notify people. I mean, so it's it's pretty cool, and it'll wow. it'll kind of prowl your house. It'll you know, in the middle of the night, this thing will be wandering around, <laughs> and and just like your robotic vacuum cleaner, it will go and nest itself when it needs to charge back up again. So it's hmm. it's pretty cool, and I think I mean, it doesn't do your, it's not going to fold your clothes and clean the windows. There are robots coming out that will do that, though, and they're about here. Um, and in that sub $5,000 range, this robot that I have coming in is $1,600. Hmm. That's not bad. No, it is not no. bad at all. I'm waiting for the one that does windows, though. They're pretty cool, because actually. Because that's important to me. I would imagine that uh, I, I did see a drone uh, window cleaner for, like, um, high-rise buildings and oh, things. Really? Oh, yeah. And I would imagine those would be coming yeah. to a home near you pretty soon as well. Sure. So, But, I mean, isn't yeah. that what we're talking about with a lot of these tech things? It's, it's either two things. It's quality of life or convenience. Yes. Right? I mean, that's really what we're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, we have, um, we have a significant work shortage right now. And I just, yeah. do you think it's going to go away? Do you think we're going to be dealing with this for quite some time? Boy, I, talking to f- folks that I know across the country, I, it, it's not going away. I, I just don't see this pattern. You can raise wages, raise wages, raise wages, and you're still not seeing uh, a lot of these jobs being filled. So what does that turn to? And it's quality of life, yep. right? And it's quality of life. And um, I know there's a lot of... Older folks out there saying, well, this generation doesn't want to work as hard and things like that. I I don't know that that's the case. I think um, the parameters for these new workers, and whether it's my son's ages or, or their kids or whatever, their parameters are different. I mean, you know, I remember back in the day. I don't like saying that. My kids don't like me saying that either. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. Um, you landed a job with a government entity. Oh my gosh, you're set. Yep. You're great. Yep. Well, you know, 90s, 2000s rolled around and government started to cut and they started to pare down and say, what do we really need? What are essential? And so that wasn't even a guarantee anymore. And I think, you know, people are like, okay, well, what do I want to do? You know, and now for a lot of young people, where do I want to live? I do believe that COVID uh accelerated the gig economy mm-hmm. i mean in in it was already there but there's no doubt about it that uh it forced a lot of people to work from home people began to appreciate the fact that they didn't have to have a commute um you know all this other stuff it, and so much so that it actually drove house sales 
because people were like, well, I need just I need a I need a little more room in my house for a little office and all this other stuff because I am not going back. I like this scenario. Um, and then, of course, the great resignation that happened because of it as well. Uh, a lot of people moved on to maybe dream, uh, you know, things, things, uh, companies, and and uh, I think a lot of people moved into consulting and that type of thing because they realized that that they could probably make a couple extra dollars or at least not have the expense of going to work. Mm-hmm. Which you know, when people start to understand, and and maybe not so much around here. Uh, but in other parts of the country, like if you live in L.A., I think the average commute time is, what, 86 minutes a day. It's just insane. Um, if it, you, you take that out of the equation, people would even probably work for a little less if they didn't have to do that community and get that time back that they have. You know, so Yeah, I, lose. I, I do think uh, COVID has accelerated the, the thought that there is only so much time. You only have so many hours of the day, and if I'm going to spend two of it, on the road, that doesn't make sense to me. Right, uh, it doesn't make sense to my work, my business. You know, how can we do it better? And um, you know, and then, thanks, and thanks to technology, it's it's accelerated. It has accelerated a lot. And then then you throw in things, and I'm just only going to pick on Lyft and Uber, but there are plenty of other opportunities out there where you can work when you want to. Mm-hmm. You know, if the kids are in school, you can drop the kids off. You can you can drive your car, pick up people, make money probably do better than most people do on an hourly wage and when the kids are done at school you can pick them back up and take them home and and then if you need to work a couple more hours after they go to bed at night or whatever you can do this mm-hmm. and, and actually make a living doing it so there are just so many other opportunities now and that's just going to accelerate like crazy these gig jobs and i i actually believe that the gig economy is going to move into the regular workplace scott you know, we want you to work for us, but you really don't have to come in from 8.30 to 5. We just want you to work your 40 hours a week. Just get it done whenever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's if you want to do it nights and weekends, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, I, that's what I think is going to happen. Absolutely. I think that mentality has been embraced uh, across a lot of different industries. Yep. Get it done. Get it done to standard and uh, on time. And uh, we don't care where you work from. And, and even this industry, Randy, right? I mean, yeah. the radio industry has been greatly impacted by this because there are a lot of there's a lot of talent that don't even leave their homes anymore, right? They just no, that's true. And there's a lot of automation. There has been for years. Yep. But now we have what we like to call flown in people. Uh, so they'll they'll work on the corporate level and they will work uh, on many stations on the air. Gotcha. Interesting. So. Yeah, it's it's impacting everything. Now, unfortunately for you, you're the engineer here as well, which Correct. is probably a good thing uh, because somebody still has to show up to, yeah. to take care they, of this They stuff. haven't invented the robot yet that can replace <laughs> me, but I'm sure it's coming. However, I'm at that age where, eh, you know, if it happens in 10 years, that's fine. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's all that's good. That's fine. Cause... I won't be here. Right, right. You'll be on a beach someplace. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I wouldn't, won't be on a beach, but I'll be, I'll probably, I, I will probably not be here. Gotcha. Maybe Montana. Yeah, there Maybe you go. Maybe Montana. Yeah. You haven't been there yet, so you should go. I have not. <laughs> I so, want to go. So we were talking about like McDonald's, uh, and other fast food places. And this is the, this is their answer. And, and Walmart would fall into this too. The self checkouts. Uh, a lot of McDonald's now are putting in these, these, uh, kiosks. I have been into a couple of them. Some of them are hybrids where they have some kiosks and they'll have one person working like a cash, you know, like a, a till 
but there are some that I have been into that are totally 100% kiosks. The only way you can order food is by going to the kiosk and ordering your stuff, and then you just wait a couple seconds and your food's at the counter. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I, like I said, I, I did did. COVID accelerate that or because of the worker shortage, does the worker shortage uh, foster more of that sort of technology uh, embracing or, you know, which which came first? Hey, we don't have enough workers. Hey, there's this thing out there called a, you know, self-serve kiosk. Or are people just more comfortable right. doing that and saying, yeah, it's secure? I think it's a combination of all of it. I really do. I think, you know, there are people that... Um you know, working at McDonald's is a, it's a it's a great start starter job. Of course, people do stay on and become yeah. management and and eventually owners of McDonald's and are very successful at it. Uh, but if you're in high school or whatever, um, you know. But they're just there again. There are so many other opportunities. I mean, a high school student. I guess I don't know this for a fact. I don't know when. You, how old do you have to be before you become a Lyft or an Uber driver? Is it eighteen? I would imagine. I'm, probably. Never, I've think, never applied. I think it's 18. So. Okay. Yeah. I've so never suppose, applied. So. so I suppose a 16 year old probably couldn't get that gig, but there are other gig jobs sure. out there. I mean, there's, you know, websites like, like freelancer.com that I've actually used. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I needed something done in LA here like a year ago. And I found, uh, instead of going there, I found somebody that could actually do the gig for me. It just, it yeah. was a couple hour thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, so there are, there are things like that 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 you can just make money on and not have to go to work, so to speak, right? People pay for your services, for your experience. They and, do. Uh, it's competitive, very competitive. I mean, you try to hire a freelance writer on Fiverr or, or uh, Upwork or something yep. like that, yep. and it's uh, it's very competitive, and you still have to produce. I that's mean, correct. That's, that's the bottom line with things like that, yep. graphic design. Yep. Um, but, yeah, there's... Uh, you don't have to sit in a graphic design house anymore, you know, and be, you know, have all these. You just got to be able to produce. And I think, you know, people are looking for, for different avenues and uh, different resources. I do think the kiosk thing, you know, the most visible way to use kiosks, I think, are in fast food restaurants. Yeah. But, but you start thinking about, what about, like, part houses? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really need to have a person? That, I mean, sometimes you need to have the person to talk to because as a consultant, you know, do I need this part? Will this work for this? Whatever. Right. But most people will just walk in there and say, I, I just need this. Well, why can't you just hop on a kiosk and order that, you know, or because online? Because the people behind the parts counter, they're, they're doing the same thing. That's exactly right. right. They're pulling the same thing. That's exactly right. So, so there are, I, mean, I bet as we think about it, there are plenty of places yeah. that a kiosk would work. And that would help that business uh, if they're having a, a worker shortage issue, you know. So have, have yeah. we gotten over this security thing? I mean, do you remember the first time you ever bought something on the internet? Yes, or, or got your got your mother to buy something on the internet. I mean, so I never is, thought is about it secure. Is you know, I never thought about security right away. Yeah, I never did either. You know, and then and then it became a thing. So then everybody everybody's worried about it. There was a time I was just talking about this yesterday with somebody. There was a time that we accepted checks online. We had a a form that a person could fill out. This was like in 98, 99. You could actually put in your routing number. And you can still do this. And then we would have a piece of software on our side that would actually print your check for the order. And we would just deposit it like we would a regular bank deposit. It was it was actually pretty slick. And we didn't have to pay the routing or the uh, merchant fees like sure. you would with the credit card. And, and, and that was a big deal, you sure. know, for us. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, those are those are things. I think the security thing... I do think, though, you know, you bring up the security thing. Um, 
the thing about going to a place and putting your information in at a kiosk feels more secure mm-hmm. because you're at the parts house or or whatever. You're not really ordering yeah. it online. Although I'm guessing that that terminal is in, it is connected to the internet anyway. Sure. Uh, but I think there's a feeling of more security, which is why I think people will do that. Uh, but you get into, so you, you take a little further here. So we're getting into the age of autonomous vehicles. And mm-hmm. as crazy as this is, um, you know, at one time, and I, I probably am still one of the most traveled in autonomous vehicles. I've been in like 41 different kinds of cars and trucks and flying cars and all that other stuff. But, but it's interesting now in Phoenix and in Vegas, you can order a rideshare service and you might actually get a self-driving car. And there was a time that they would have drivers in them up until just a couple months ago, they were required to have a driver in there. They are not now. Wow. So the car will actually show up, and there is nobody behind the wheel, and you hop in the back seat, and it takes you to where you want to go. <laughs> so that's really and, interesting. And it's all done through your phone. All done through your phone. All right? done through right. your phone. Right. So you Jeez. know, companies like Walmart and Target, and this this was yep. accelerated. Oh, Randy, I'm pushing the clock, aren't I? <laughs> um, and I, we were just talking about autonomous vehicles and the role that they're going to play. So. This is this is how I think things are going to play out because, and again, COVID accelerated this. You know, we started to order our stuff, mm-hmm. and then you would go pick it up, right? You didn't go in the store, and it's it's crazy how fast this became popular. Everybody I know now goes online to Walmart, Target, whatever, orders their stuff, and then they actually get a scheduled time to pick it up. you got to be there between 5.30 and 6 to pick up your stuff, and you go to stall number 18, or, you know, they got it all worked out, right? Well, the next evolution of that is having this delivered to you. Yeah. Okay? And they're going to do this with autonomous vehicles. So you order your stuff, and they'll just say your your delivery is going to be there between 5.30 and 6. So they have used COVID to train us all. <laughs> And basically, you know, these huge Walmart stores, and I don't, and, and other stores, I should pick just on Walmart, but because Walmart's here, mm-hmm. uh, that's probably the store I get to of the big box stores the most. And I've noticed a huge tick down in the number of people in the store. Have you seen this mm-hmm. too? Yeah. Yeah, but not as many shoppers. Have, have you ever done that? Have you ever ordered anything from one of these places? Uh, I've never places done it. In- and but I've I just gone and picked it up. Have you? No, I've never okay. done it. I, it's not that I don't trust them to find the right stuff, but I just don't trust them to find the right stuff. Randy, have you done that? <laughs> have you ordered online? I've done it at Walmart, and, yeah. and I've done it at Best Buy. Um, Best Buy was kind of like early in COVID where I would order it, and then I'd have to like wait on a line outside, and then they'd escort me in to get what I wanted. And then check me out, and of course, all masked up and everything. So that was earlier in COVID. How did that make you feel? But well, they, you know, they were they were very cautious, um, as a lot of companies were okay. at the time, but not so much now, right? Um, but I've I've done the grocery thing at Walmart, and that works quite well. They, okay, they, you pull up, they bring it out to your car, put it in your trunk, and off you go. So how how are you going to feel the next evolution then will be having this delivered to you? Are you are you okay with that? Depends what it's going to cost me. 
I don't think it's going to cost What's, a whole lot if, more. If the delivery charge is minimal, I that would be great. You'd be all for it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not so hooked on the in-store experience. Gotcha. That uh, I can't have it delivered to the house if you know if it doesn't cost me a significantly more money. Right. Yeah. So are you? Like produce, for example, mm-hmm. right? I mean, are you okay with somebody having pick out your head of lettuce and your bag of apples and and whatever else? You're not really, you don't really care too much. Uh, that's a gray area, just because. I mean, if it's packaged, that's fine. Okay, a head of lettuce has plastic on. Right, right. Um, if if it's not, then yes, I might have a problem with that. But a bag of potatoes, I wouldn't have a problem. With. Right, right, or milk or, or milk whatever or, you know, ice any, cream, any packaged yeah. product. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't gotcha. have a problem with that. Yeah. So, so what, what we have is you're kind of picking and choosing yep. how to use tech for mm-hmm. your convenience and your comfort, right? right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not just oh today I'm going to send in order number two. This is my standard order and it'll be delivered to my house via yep. autonomous or I'll go pick it up, whatever. So you are you are making value decisions mm-hmm. based right. on your comfort. But, but I don't right? I don't expect it to be the norm. You know, when I grew up, I'm right. sure all of us in this room can say that um, <laughs> we didn't have any of these things. We didn't have the Internet. We we barely had computers. Right, right. <laughs> so I don't expect it to be the norm. Right. I think going forward, people might expect it to be the norm. Right. And that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's no different than our youth now has no idea what a landline is. You know, I've right. seen people pick up a phone that, that has a cord on it, and they think it's a security device. You know, the the, line, the the cord on it, you know, so you don't steal the darn thing, right? It's kind of hilarious, actually. Uh, but so this this is going to create a change in the worker force, yep. right? So Walmart, for example, and I, again, don't mean to pick on Walmart. This is every major box store out there uh, will eventually move away from a lot of people at the tills they already have. Those jobs are going to be transformed into pickers, basically. You're going to go pick items for people. Uh, eventually, it'll probably be a robot as well, or some of it will be robotic or robotics. And then you'll have, uh, but there's a, just a ton of people working the backside of this, yeah. right? You know, as far as the tech goes. And those people can work from home. So they you'll can. probably have gigs for Walmart. Uh, work in their tech side from your from your home, so that's what's going to transform here. I don't think we're really going to lose jobs with technology. In fact, you know, Randy and I have talked about this a lot. Um, it's it's no different than 1900 when we were switching from horses as our major form of transportation to automobiles, and everybody thought that we were you know the the, the industries that were that supported the horse. Uh, everybody thought, oh my goodness, these cars are going to take all these jobs away. Well, in fact, the exact opposite happened. Right. We created just a significant, you know, amount of more jobs. Uh, they're just different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I truly believe, you and I were just talking about this, Scott, that yeah. this is the last bastion of a 40 year career. You, the three yeah. of us in this room, yeah. we're in the age that we're it. Yeah. There's nobody else that's really, unless you're a doctor, then maybe, but even attorneys are going to be threatened by artificial intelligence, and even doctors a little bit. There's already starting. You're already starting to see robotics 
yeah. go into this space too. So who knows what it looks like 20, 30 years from now. You know, your doctor may have a degree in computer science or something instead because that's what they have to have. Yeah. Know? But anyway. You know, you know, going back to the autonomous thing, is communities, cities are going to have to embrace that. You know what that means. Just like it happened in the auto industry, you got regulations. Right. And you have to have some parameters, standards, and that's, you know, I think where there's probably still a couple of obstacles um, for companies to get through and saying, hey, we want to do our Best Buy or whatever. We're going to have an autonomous vehicle to deliver TVs right. on Thursdays. You know, is the city ready for that? Is, are there standards in place that they can go, oh, yeah, no problem, or, oh, maybe we need to look at this a little You know, I did not just keep this in mind. Uh, we did this on a show a couple weeks ago. Um, I just did some quick math, and just to convert our fleet of vehicles in this country, and this is just for you and I, not commercial, uh, I estimate that we need to produce 50 to 60% more electricity than we do right now. How's that going to happen? Oh, it's magic fairy dust. <laughs> you didn't know this? I mean... Because just... that's what people think. Not not everybody, but people who don't mm-hmm. understand where electricity comes from, and there's a right. lot of people that don't understand that. They think they can just plug it in, and that's 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 it. That's right. It's yeah. A, yeah, they don't understand power generation. So, um, well, it, I don't know. It's, but... it's, that it's been going that way for the past couple of decades. Yeah. I mean, the more TVs, the more computers, the more laptops. I mean, it all takes electricity. Yeah. And yeah. Now, it, has, it has flatlined the last five or six years, but do you know the reason why it's flatlined? COVID. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that's, uh, I guess, a little bit of Maybe. that. But, um, LED lighting. LED lighting and, and consumption. Consumers are getting smarter about how much electricity they use and what type right. of electricity. Right, but, but, I, I, but, but now it's going to, I mean, it, it was just yeah. a straight spike up until about 2012 and then it kind of leveled off because people were starting to convert to led lighting and now that that craze i won't say craze because i i mean i was one of the first ones to embrace that i love i mean our electric bill went from at work went from like 700 bucks a month to 200 bucks a month it was significant for us uh and but it's because we have so much big building with a lot of lighting in there you know so it was big deal but now it's creeping back up again because you just keep adding more and more electrical things to your stuff. Yeah. I mean, are you buying less or more electrical stuff? Everything you buy is plugged in nowadays. You know? Everything. So, everything. So anyway. Uh, My so, leaf blower is electric. Yes. There you go. I love it. So what about what about our cities? Are they ready for this? Boy, I don't know. Um, I think maybe in some of the. Some of the more progressive communities around the country, I think they're probably already thinking of these things. Um, do you need a special lane for the autonomous vehicle? Is, I mean, there, you got the safety factor involved. Um, do we need more regulations for this stuff? Not so sure we do. Yeah, I, I, I think I, we need to embrace it. I'm, I'm with you. I think you know. You know, I noticed that in the the national DOT for lack of. I'm not remembering the name of the department now. Um, but they took out the word driver as, or they, they took out the word that a human being has to drive a vehicle now. Yeah. So as long as the vehicle obeys the rules of the road, it doesn't matter who is driving it, meaning that if artificial intelligence is driving it or what have you. So, so 
the feds have made way for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I don't know if our communities have to really do too much because right. I personally believe that when we move into more and more autonomous vehicles, it means that we're going to be using our roads and our parking spots and whatever more efficiently. Yeah, meaning that do you really need to build that extra parking garage because the car you're probably gonna it's going to be a rideshare service that you're probably using because Ford, GM, all of them are getting into this play. They're, they don't even want to sell you the vehicle anymore. They want to they want to lease it to you on a per mile basis. Mm-hmm. So even the day of ownership of vehicles is going to be threatened. I think in the near future, not it won't be that you can't buy a car. It's just that they they know they make more money by producing less cars and controlling the fleet, right? And uh, charging on a per mile basis, which means that they want those cars working twenty four seven. Right, not just right. eighteen minutes a day as you and I drive them to work and back. But I, I think as as this next generation X Y Z millennials continue to mature and, and get into the workforce, I think you know people don't want to own a home and five acres outside of town. They don't want to own two cars. I mean, they want everything right there yep. and to have a service like an autonomous vehicle. Or you know, hey, if I need to commute to the you don't even have to go to the grocery store, right? You can just have it delivered. All the stuff I mean, delivered, they, yeah. it's it's convenient yeah. for them and quality of life. Thank you for listening to the Tech Ranch with the Guru of Geek, Marlo Anderson. This has been a Q1 Network production. 